We are in the all-season. That means it's time to talk toughest regions. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin, sideline to sideline, right here on L4 Media and S2S Sports Network. As my voice is a little butchered right now, as I just got back out, I got back from coaches school yesterday. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, before we do all that, though, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Doing great, Still man. I wish I could have been setup. down to uh, coaching school. With I am so glad you weren't. Oh, I man, I wish you'd have been there, too. No, nah, it was a wow. – I, I, look, I – you know, we've talked multiple times about the move and why we did things. And th- this event, being at Coach's School, was a grade A reason why. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go down there and to have a booth, uh, to have a presence other than just walking around, uh, just – it just solidified us, and it was great. So many coaches coming up and talking about, hey, we listen to y'all. You know, we listen to y'all on Thursday nights when we're doing our, our final preps for Friday. Uh, or we I listen wonder to what their record is after they listen to us and that while they're doing their preps. That's a good question, actually. Now, I, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. You it's might not over 98. <laughs> it's close. Well, I, I do know a couple state champions that listen to us. Uh, I do want to go ahead and get this out of the way real quick. If you hear a hum, it's 100, 104 degrees as we record in this little studio with lights and stuff so you might hear the air conditioner it won't be all year but for the first couple shows it probably will be because it man it is cooking here um but I, I think the biggest compliment that i got was uh for for us as a show and as a network was when uh a coach that we do a show with messaged me and said i've had three coaches in the last day tell me that oh i see why y'all do a show with with them like they they know what their stuff that, that you know they're they're good guys and we appreciate all the coaches that came by all the coaches we interviewed uh, appreciate matt step for stepping uh, coming in and, and we talked to him and we, we can kind of talk about that here in a minute but before we do that we want to thank our title sponsor you saw their video at the beginning if you're watching this on youtube uh, si design you can find them online at sidesign.net uh, now they do college and high school wraps and and they do all the cool stuff like rebuild lockers uh, as you saw in the ad they also you know they do things like truck wraps for windows if you're you know if you're a, a lawn maintenance guy or if you do patios uh, but they also do custom sport prints and you can find that online at sidesign.net forward slash sport prints and, and that's like trading cards for, for your kids if your kids playing football trading cards a poster uh, trading cards for uh, kids yeah for like if you're playing you can have a trading card you can hand out of school what really i think we should get some yeah. like right you know you know how they could do action where we can either be like we're talking like we you know action figures oh hang on oh that's i like yes that's what I'm saying. we could do that yeah. or we could do like those old 50s all the football 50s where you've been down and i'll be over you pointing and you're looking like you know exactly what i'm talking about you've been down uh-huh. i'll point uh-huh i don't want to be down in front of you so you've Wait, been what? down in front of me what's wrong with Okay, and whatever. I'll point. <laughs> you can't read a defense for crap anyway. That is true. That, I mean, you know, Madden, I'd throw for 400 interceptions. I just keep doing the same thing I used over to be an all-time quarterback for my little sister and her friends and stuff. Wait, that's not a they good would, thing. They were tomboys. They would come over. No, it would, was. I bet some cool chicks that way. <laughs> I bet you. They probably could have played for Roy like, City. Wow. All right. I'll Talk to me after Longview Marshall this year. Oh, oh speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I, I got to, uh, I, I happened to be right in line to Coach King. He was right in front of me, and uh, he was wearing one of his uh, THSCA officer shirts. Kenny from San Marcos now? Uh, Who did you say? John King. 
head coach oh, of Longview. Oh, yeah, okay, John King of Longview. Okay. Okay. And, and so he was wearing his THSCA, and I just I jokingly yeah. said, well, that's a lot prettier than your Lobo green. I'm not kidding. He turned around and said, you must be from Marshall. And I said, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we had a great time there. Uh, but, anyway, custom sport prints. Uh, you get posters. Uh, I, I was looking. One of my favorite ones that is he did is University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Their volleyball team gave them out as senior pictures for their senior class that were you know senior night. And so if you're a coach listening and, and you're looking at SI Design for maybe redoing your locker room or your offices, also check out this, the sports prints. It's a great gift to give on senior night. And if you're a parent and you have a kid that's playing, or heck, if you've been play, if you have pictures of yourself playing a sport and you want to throw it up on the wall. Like I know Grant's already going to do that. He's going to get He's going to pay Noe to act like Noe's missing a tackle or something, and then we're going to put that. That's what we're going to put. That's going to be right up here, actually. (laughs) Find a helmet to fit Noe's fat head anymore. Yeah, I I still, I still think he has a picture of him playing on his wall, and I think, I think it's fake. I think he, I think he faked it. It looks legit. You can't see his face. Undersized two technique to me. Oh, he was, he was, he was, he was an undersized (laughs) left tackle. You got to give him credit for that, though. He, He had good feet, supposedly. Anyway, what we're going to be doing? Good feet. What we're going to be doing? That's what they always say. Yeah, well, no, it's always. Uh, if I wouldn't have got injured, if I wouldn't have got injured, I could have played. I would have been college. I would play college. Uh, you, I hear that so much. If you have good feet, you're one play away from playing flute up in the stands. I'm just saying. No, you do I need you, you, you do need good footwork to be a band member. That is a good point. Uh, yeah. Or saxophone, or saxophone, big or whiny. Oh, That's bet, how big whiny. I bet he would instrument. Do, he would be a tuba. A no, he'd be a tuba. A lot yeah. of hot air. Yeah. Anyway, so he'd what, probably let you uh, get behind him and point. We're, we're eight minutes that. in and you're already cutting me off as I'm trying to say. This is why last week, by the way, folks, this is exactly why last week the one show turned into two shows because the first half of the first show went an hour by itself, mainly because Dingus over here was cutting me off. Just saying. So what we're going to be doing tonight, see? Toughest regions, 4A, 3A, and 2A. Uh, we do love the feedback we got on our show last week, the Dark Horses. Uh, YouTube views, wow. You know, We don't know what to think we're going to do with the YouTube stuff, and we really appreciate that. I didn't put the 4A up on audio only. I will. We were just trying to fit, kind of play with how we put the show up and what gets numbers. Uh, the 4A Dark Horse will be an audio only as well. And do not worry if you do listen to us only. We're going to have audio only all year long. Basically, the way this will work, is we were recorded on Tuesday night and the audio only that this is going to blow y'all's mind it will go up the same night I know that's new because that never happened at the other website and then uh, Taylor our executive producer he will edit the uh, the video part and he'll put it up on YouTube on Wednesday uh, that way if you want to watch I know a lot of people said they actually enjoy watching and I, I give Taylor credit he had talked about you know and Brett had said it from NTSN. He was also down there. Uh, he said, you know, coaches will be able to see who you are. And I had a couple coaches literally say, I wouldn't have known who you were, but I just happened to watch all Dark Horses last week. That's kind of a good thing. Yeah, it's kind of a good thing. No, well, I mean, especially as pretty as I am. I want people – I want to be the face of the franchise. I, I want to be the guy – that, that goes out. And, this franchise is in trouble. It's been in trouble since 07. Uh, so, again, we're going to talk about toughest regions. But before we do that, uh, some breaking news hit uh, Dave Campbell's last week uh, on Friday. Um, and they came out with the news. And I think you and I literally talked about this last year once they bought Texan Live that we kind of – 
felt that this was a path that they were going to do. But basically, on Fridays uh, this year, you're going to have a Red Zone channel. They're going to be at 50 games basically every week, at least to start. That's where they're starting is at about 50 games a week, and, and they're just going to run through each one and bounce around. Uh, they've got a partnership with UNT, so they're going to have interns, and they're going to be out there filming. Uh, I, you know, I think it's a great idea. I, th- I think it's a game changer. For I think sport. it could exactly. And and their goal is, and, and as Matt said on, on the interview, the chances of it ever being a hundred percent is going to be tough, but I'm going to tell you what, you, you've got schools now that are two a, that have video guys. Everybody yeah, yeah. has a video guy. Sure. And so if they can tap into those people and get their feeds, you and I, we, we usually, we usually take about three weeks where we don't travel. Uh, and it'll be nice to be able to just pop that up and, and, and just, yeah. And kind, of, and it'll also help us. I know we don't talk, especially at this network now. We don't have to talk five A and six A, but you and I still like it. We still mm-hmm. always try to go to at least one or two during the playoffs, like last year. Duncanville saw it was fun seeing them uh, it just in person on the sideline, and you just realize they the difference between six A and three A football is just wow, and, and good and bad on both sides. Uh, but yeah, I I will admit. I can't wait to have that Friday where we don't go and and I just order a pizza and just pop that on and just watch that all night long. Now, the the biggest thing for you and I is I hope they remember the little teams and it's not just 56. They will. It's Dave Campbell's and they do a good good job. You know, that was the thing when Matt Steph was writing for Friday Night Lights and you and I were helping that that was the one thing he always talked about. And people forget Matt Steph got his love of all this from Everman, who was 3A at the time. He mm-hmm. started 3A Download. That's where you and I met. That's where we used to put our shows only. And and so he, I, I trust that he will. But, again, it does come down to technology and what sure, where they can sure. place it in. So, yeah, you be, don't be surprised if it's early. It's a lot more 6As. But I wonder, and I forgot to ask him, I'm assuming this goes through the playoffs, which is another game changer. I would assume it's, yeah, 16 weeks um, or 17 weeks, yeah. I guess, with your, your bye week and all that. Uh, yeah. So 17 weeks. You know, we could do a lot uh, with our video, uh, kind of record some red zone stuff from the smaller schools that we're at as well. And just watch them ourselves. Or post them up. And by the way, we're going to be having, I have the camera this year. And again, we have more control of what we can post now. Uh, And so, yeah, that was already the plan. Oh, speaking of, let's go ahead and get all this out of the way now. Uh, And this is why we might end up splitting shows. But I want to get it out now because this is, we're starting with 2A tonight on our toughest regions. Uh, You and I have already got our, our first week schedule set. And we're excited to announce that we will be in Timpson for Timpson versus Beckville Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to stay the night somewhere. And if we stay close enough to where it's early enough, we get to the hotel room, we're going to break out and might might do our first live show. Uh, If people remember 10 years ago, that was a thing we used to do on the old coach. We used to do uh, sideline to sideline, coast to coast, after dark, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And then we're going to go see Lorena versus China Spring. Yeah. And that, uh, Sideline to sideline, coast to coast, be a little football, UFOs, ghosts. Ghost. Right. Stalking. Drinking. Drinking. Yeah. All right. Um, but then I'm excited about Lorona, Lorona, Lorena and China Spring. Oh, it, that's an awesome one. Well, both games are. It's the first time Lorena's going to be without Ray Biles, the head coach that was there for 31 years or whatever. So we're curious to see what they're going to do. Uh, that's a great rivalry. Those teams are not fans of both each other in the good way. Both teams returning loaded teams. Both teams are returning loaded teams. And so is Timpson Beckville. So yeah. it's going to be a, it's it's gonna be a great blast. Week. 
And so that's going to be our first week, and we're excited about that. So anyway, what we're going to be doing tonight, as we said, is we're going to be talking toughest regions. Uh, and then next week's show is going to be toughest districts, and then we'll do tiers. And then August 5th, that's when we're recording our three big R's preview shows. And we would like to announce the return of Grant Goodwin to outdrink the coverage as we're going to do our Big 12 preview show from your place when we do the Big R's. And we're recording our 1970s Cowboys versus 90s Cowboys. You're going to join us in on that because all jokes aside – I have little memory of the the late seventies Cowboys. You're a few years, yeah. You're a few years older, so you have more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's a good bridge between like where Noe, you know, Noe didn't become a fan until '93. He wasn't even a fan of the '92 Cowboys. He his first football game he watched, amazingly enough, was Houston versus Buffalo. The, the, the Buffalo comeback. Uh, and so he became a fan in 93. You've been a fan since the 70s. I've been a fan since the 70s, but really I knew more of the 82, you know, and on. Uh, so he's going to be back for that. We're going to be, of course, posting all that on all of our social medias. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to start at Toughest Regions. We're going to start 2A tonight, go 2A, 3A, and 4A uh, on Toughest Regions. And we'll do that when we come back right here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on the S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media Company. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media. And as we were talking about it, I meant to play this, but this was kind of our day one. Good job, by the way, of Taylor, again, our executive producer, putting this together together uh but playing right now is just our day one how it went at uh at coaches school i just wanted to one more time thank all the coaches that joined us speaking of cody ross head coach of beckville joined us um we we had a good group of coaches james ray head coach of lumberton Mm -hmm. who by the way he graduated from marshall Uh, his dad was the famous not famous but he was the well-known coach that also coached at uh richardson pierce uh -hmm. and And so yeah bobby Uh um bobby ray rays um and and, uh, ray excuse me and he uh he graduated 96 
six. And so they were just right after me. But Ooh, he Lumberton's going to be loaded. That this quarterback year this year is a beast. Yeah. Again, their issue. What a surprise the Raiders were last year. Yes. And their issue. And he even talked about it. Their issue was defense. They, they've got yeah. to figure that out. Uh, but he thinks that them, you know, just like you've talked about a couple other uh, teams when we were doing these notes for the show, uh, it, it's a team that's gotten, uh, you know, more experience, and that does help. Uh, and also we talked to Mike Ludlow, brand-new coach at White Oak. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm interested in them. We talked to Ray Garza, the head coach of Iowa Colony. They're a team that we talked about on our uh, on our uh, Dark Horse team. Uh, they're loaded. He confirmed that they're basically going to be 5A next year. So this is a good chance for them to kind of get in before – because that's a 5A that's a really tough region right down yeah. there. And so you want to get in kind of like Shadow Creek to get in quick and then move up and you figure it out. Uh, but anyway, we do appreciate everybody for joining us. Let's start it now. What we're going to do, we're going to rank – uh, the regions from, I don't want to say last, just toughest to still tough, but not the toughest. I, I always hate when we use last, and I know I'll say it a couple times, uh, because all these regions are really good, but there are regions that stand out, obviously, Grant. And we'll go from four to one. Yeah, we'll go to right. four to one. Okay. And so let's go ahead. I'm glad you said that, because I think I would have went the other way just out of habit. All right, let's go class 2A Division 1 and our fourth toughest region in 2023 is going to be Region 1. Right. You've got Hauling, returning state champion with a lot of dudes back. That's what bolsters uh Region 1. You and the one of the reasons that you could like actually make a case for them being higher yeah. in this uh 1 through 4 uh ranking and then Stratford uh they're going to be tough, right? Yep, and I agree. You know, Stratford kind of bolsters that. After that, you know, it's Sonora and Cisco kind of in your mid-tiers. But after that, you know, there's only two of those mid-tiers. And after that, you know, you might have, what, New Deal, yeah, uh, Stanford. It's just, it's, you know, if you had a couple of more mid-tiers depth. like Sonora and Cisco. Yeah. I depth. think that would have, yeah, it was, it's depth. And that's what we rank these uh, regions on a lot of is depth. It's either depth or if you're it, like, you'll see in a couple other classes, if you're just so top heavy, that, that can be a deciding factor, but sure. we do, we do prefer depth. If you have three tier one teams in a region. Yeah. Then I think that makes up for maybe not right. having a bottom a district. group. You'll see next week in our, you know, we've got a couple in uh, class 4A yeah. that uh, aren't real deep districts, but they have one or two or two real, That's a real like, good point. tier one teams in that district. And that bolsters them over teams that have one tier one and several you know tier threes or whatever. and these things are, are, are so cyclical uh we, we've talked about that many times and again this is the first time we're doing 2a so this is the first time you're getting this kind of what we're talking about when it comes to 2a um but these things run in cycles and you're also talking about with split divisions four districts per region so i mean one district not being great can completely torpedo what is otherwise a pretty stout district Uh, and and i think that that's the thing that hurts this district when you look at it sonora is a team that i think is a region semifinalist, but they should walk through their district uh you know and that's the district that in my opinion kind of held them held this region down so we have region one as the fourth toughest region let's move to the third toughest i will say sonora uh along with uh stratford 
yeah, might be one of those teams that actually challenge Holly for the uh, region, though. I think that could happen. I, I'm not. I'm not against I think that Sonora at all. Might be one of the underrated teams coming into this uh, season. And you mentioned them as the dark horse last week. That yeah. was your first dark horse, actually, in two A. Yeah. All right, let's go to the third ranked toughest region in Class Two A Division One, and on this one, we went with uh, Region Two. Yeah, and, and a lot of it was uh, like Toler is a Tier One team. Yeah, without. A doubt. Crawford is on the line yep. of tier one, tier two. I think Crawford could be considered like a tier one. Uh, but Tuller and Crawford really are the bell cows of region two. Um, but it's to me, honestly, it's the Axtels, the Marlins, the Hamiltons, and the Coleman's, uh, along with uh, Tuller and Crawford that push region two over region one. Yeah, I totally agree with you, uh, especially when you look at a team like Marlin, who, you know, two years ago went 11 and four and, uh, you know, kind of awakened that team. And and then last year, and I say this as a compliment to Coach Ruben Torres, last year they took a step back and only went seven and five. Uh, But but that tells you that Marlin might be finally about to be back to where they're a consistent team because when, you know, seven and five for, for, for them, three years ago would have been the peak season. I mean, it's just amazing to me where Marlin is now to where they were 10 years ago. And that part of the state outside of uh, Mort, he has uh, kind of struggled with numbers. Yeah, they really have. And even Mart has to an extent. Yeah, Mart's just yeah. had a really good 25 players. That's right. the biggest thing. And you could even make the case that the, the reason Mart might have left two state championships over the last couple of years is they have right up against teams that's kind of wore them down. Yeah. Yeah, maybe had to hide a dude where yeah. they didn't have to hide somebody before. And that's the thing you and I always talk about. That's literally what every coach talks about now. It's not your top dogs. It's who you can hide the most at certain positions. Right. Or, and, who, or how many you don't have to I mean, hide. that's literally football now. The RPOs and stuff. I was watching during the coach show or coaches school how defenses are adjusting to the RPO now. And that's just simply taking the – say simply – taking the outside backer on the weak side and stretching mm-hmm. him out a little further. But even as he's saying that, he goes – that now leads us to where we're open to draw plays and, and yeah, stuff. Man, and, right. and, and the guy made a point. You need to, you know, for all the talk about running backs and their value in the NFL, and he said, look at the running game in high school and college. You're starting to see more and more teams have those 2,000-yard rushers again and stuff because linebackers are smaller because they have to run in space more. Yep. And also they're having to spread the field more because that's what offenses are doing, making them spread the field. Yep. All right, so that is region uh, two as the third toughest, our second toughest. Toughest in region or in class two A division one, and the difference between region three and region four because there's that's the only two is not a lot. Like you, we could have flipped these, and I'd have been perfectly fine with it. But the region uh, that is considered the second toughest that is region four, and and there's a lot of depth. And the difference between region three is number one again, and region four is like we talked about one district. One district in region four just doesn't have anybody that's on the state level. Look to me. the reason region four is not number one. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people might consider region four because the, of district 15. Yeah. Um, but the reason I don't is look, you got Refurio and Refurio to me right now, Refurio Timpson. That's are, one or two. And, or, and or Beckville, yeah. maybe throwing Cooper, right. Uh, are going to be in the semifinals against yeah. each other. But to me, if I were a betting man, Referio would be the odds on favorite to win again. Ernest yeah, Campbell, I, I mean, come They're, on, man. They, they were supposed to be a step back last year. 
Uh, yeah. The, and, the Tipson was supposed to be the team last year, and it was a right. great game. But what happened is, is Refurio also had a lot of sophomores and juniors take a ton of snaps, and they're all back this year. And they just came in and warm out, warm and down. down, and the physicality of Refurio. Uh, but the reason that uh, uh, re- uh, or Region Four is not number one is Shiner's a little down. Yeah, this year, right? They, I mean, they're still know, good, but they're, oh, not, they're still good. They're still they're a not great Bruce Brothers good. Team. Yeah. Um, if Shiner was returning anybody from last year's team, uh, no. their play, playmakers Region Three would be number one hands down. Yeah, totally but agree. Right now, it's uh, Refurio and Shiner, and then you can throw in like Mason, Holland, Three Rivers, uh, Ganado. You know. Uh, but I, I just don't know that they match up just quite enough on the top end uh, to unseat Region 3 uh, to me as the toughest district or region. So I think uh, Region 1 or Region 3 is the toughest region in 2A Division 1 because you got Timpson and Beckville, which we're so blessed to be able to go out to and that And the game. great thing is, is they're at the caddy corner so as long as both of them win their district we won't see them till the region finals right uh, and that's huge because some dis- the, the some of these regions you get your top two teams playing in that first round or yeah, second round yeah, absolutely and I, i'm like you I, what you're about to say i am so pumped to be seeing that game thursday oh, yeah, I, we had never actually talked about it but i was so expect i was well, i hope you I hope that's where he wants to start. Not yep. only because it's a great game, but it's our first year doing 2A, so why not be at the main event to start the season? Yeah, big heavyweight and, fight yeah. again. Uh, and let's hope Beckville can hang in there a little bit more than they did against Timpson last yeah. year. You know, we, we watched that game as well, kind of both online. Yeah, but, um, yeah you could tell Beckville, it, it, it was one of those was, where they, they – blinked. Yeah, well, and they, I, I think they were so – into that game and coach oh, yeah. Ross talked about it on our, on our uh, THSCA interview where, you know, this year they're kind of throttling it back. I mean, they're still doing all the re- prep and all, but still got one of the best running backs in uh, class two A. Yes. Uh, and you know, we, we talked about, you know, him and, and that they had to not be so much into it to where when the energy from that first quarter was gone and it became just a football game, Beckville kind of was out of gas. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and so that's what you got to figure out. So anyway, so our so, t- yeah, I think it was Timpson, Beckville, uh, and then you had Cooper, Centerville, and a team Garrison, like Honeygrove. Honeygrove. You're Honey really Grove. big on Honeygrove. I I am. I did not have Honeygrove as a dark horse, uh, but I think they could be considered a dark horse. Well, but you brought them um, up though as we were talking of the right, show. You did. Honeygrove played Cooper pretty well last year, right? I think Cooper has has the talent coming back to be considered uh, in the same tier as Timpson and Beckville. Wow. I, I, I really do. I, because I don't disagree, I think, but I, I, just, I think especially during uh, the first 10 weeks, 11 weeks, Cooper doesn't have anybody on their schedule that I would think they would be uh, an underdog to. Well, and that's kind of the whole problem. With- I mean, they should be you know, minus 14 to 21 in every game they play. Yeah, and that's one of the problems in a region that we're saying is the toughest, but they're not, their non-district schedules just aren't, I mean, they play Grand Saline. Who's, well, they do play hooks. Now, let's say that. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, do they play hooks. hooks, but then they play. Uh, That'll be a good game to actually go to. And Yeah, because last be year was 21 14. And you know what? Maybe we need to go that. Yeah, that's week uh, two. So yeah, that's a they do. You know, Grant Slade and Hooks. I, I guess they they sound a little better. And I, and I will admit they played uh, Collinsville. Collinsville had a good 
good season last year. Yeah, Collinsville should be pretty but, solid. But going this, this year. year, you're right. Uh, you know, and last year, I kept saying it when we were talking, when we got to the point where we were talking all the playoffs, I kept saying I didn't think Timpson would lose to Cooper, but I thought Cooper would give them a better, a, a good game, and they did. Mm-hmm. Timpson kind of wore them down as that game went. But anyway, so our toughest regions, Class 2A Division One. Uh, now we go one is Region 3, two is Region 4, three is Region 2, and four is Region 1. All right, now let's go to Class 2A Division 2, uh, and we will start with our fourth toughest, and it's, again, Region 1. Now, this the region— No, wait, I thought we had Region 3 as the fourth toughest. Oh, I had it as three, so it's four. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I had four. Uh, and you had Region 3? Uh, yeah, Region 3. Okay, let, let me make that. Go ahead. Okay, because you had Mart and Price Carlisle. I think Mart being the heavy hitter, Price Carlisle, kind of a little bit outside of Mart, uh, but still pretty close to the same tier as Mart. And then you got Love Lady, and then um, dropping down from Love Lady, Tenaha, Sims Bowie. A lot of questions about Dewey those teams. Tenaha could be, people are saying Tenaha might be back, but until they're back, we In don't name, really know. they're great. Yes. And if you went by name, then Region 3. Well, it, it, let's honestly talk about the elephant in the room. There's a team that if they were eligible to play in this this, this region, Alto, Alto I, yeah. I, Region 3 would loaded. Region 3 would maybe shoot all the way close to the top of the one. They definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't be the fourth region, but when you – they don't the, – the one thing I don't like, I understand – They might go – 11 and 0. But uh, we bear- can't consider them because they're not going to do anything past district. Yeah. So that, uh, that's why I'm not even considering Alto. And I hate to say that because I want to be able to consider the Alto. Oh, yeah, because this is a but, really good squad. And right. It, it's, it's, but, Tough, but yeah, that's right. You're right. We did. I just didn't make that switch. All right, so you've got region three is the fourth toughest. Yeah, region one is the third toughest. Now, what I was going to say now, compared to region one and division one, I think there is better depth spread throughout the whole region. But again, when you look at the next two, region two and region four. It just doesn't compare, but it's not because Region 1 is really weak. This is why we don't call them last and so It's because Region 2 and Region 4 are just that good. Yeah. Let me let me tell you why Region 1 is not weak. Uh, Wellington and New Home, yeah. and then throw in Sunray in there, maybe Clarendon and Sudan. Hey, those right? are two teams that could throw some curveballs in the playoffs if things break right. right. But the reason Region 1 is not uh, as tough in my eyes as, say, a Region uh, 2 or 4 uh, is because they don't have any mid-level teams exactly. uh, that you would consider it close to a Tier 1, Tier 2 team. Like your two Tier 1 teams are Wellington and New Home, I think, yeah. right? Those are the top dogs in the state. Uh, and they should meet in the Region Finals. Right. Man, and who's going to challenge after that? I don't know if anybody does. So that's why Region 1's number uh, 3. Number 2 would be Region 2. And one of the reasons uh, Region 2 is the second toughest region is that District number, what, 7. Yes. Right? I mean, a, District 7, man, that's tough. Yeah, you got Archer City, you got Seymour, you got Winthorpe. And, and Winthorpe is took a step back last year, you know, them. And then like Munster both kind of took steps back last year, Munster, cause they're just a ton of injuries. Uh, but both of those teams were playing for the region the year before. And both of them got the one good thing is, is if y'all don't remember, or maybe you've never heard, we have a Munster 
coaches show here on the network. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that Coach Carney talked about was the positive of last year was a lot of guys who should, wouldn't have gotten snaps got snaps, and they're all coming back this year for Munster. Yeah, and then let's not forget Albany. Albany, of course, the, the, the region. I yep. mean, that's the hands-on uh, favorite for region and don't two, forget right? Collinsville. Oh, yeah. Colin, I, the, I think, it, you know, Collinsville and Albany are the two – yeah, the I think they're the two dog, bell cows right? this year. Yeah, yeah, at least going into the season. But if if, Col if Collinsville stays healthy, watch out for them. They might end up taking that region. So that means that our number one region in Class Two A Division Two is Region Four. And I, you know, you're gonna somebody's gonna say, well, now y'all said earlier that one region didn't go higher because they had one bad district. Region Four might have one bad district, but it's got two really really good ones, including District Thirteen. Yeah, I'll put you this Bremont, way: I'm not District tell you, Thirteen has Bremont in it. Right? Yeah, I'm not gonna tell Bremont. you where they rank, but there's two districts in this region that are in our toughest district show for next week. For yeah. this, that's how good uh, this this the, the two are. And Bremont, and, and as you talk about them, you got Granger, you got Chilton, you got Falls City. I mean, th this is a tough region where I genuinely Chilton has one of the best athletes in two. Uh, 2A Division Two, right? Uh, Bremont is Bremont. Fall City is false. They're becoming just Fall City. Yeah, the Beavers are the Beavers, yeah. right? Uh, and then, uh, you know, Savinal and Granger aren't going to be too shabby either. So this is a loaded region uh, in 2A Division One. No, I, I totally agree. So, all right, so that is our Class 2A Division Two toughest regions. Again, they are Region 4 is number one. Region 2 is number two. Region three as number no yeah three and then re, wait no region four is number three and then region three is number four I still have my notes wrong all right so that is two I see how easy this is when we actually put our head down and actually talk about football it's amazing how these go uh, we're gonna take a break and we're still learning two a so. 3A and 4A still might drift a little because we do have better memory recall on things like that. Yeah, and if somebody wants to help us out yes. in the 2A world, just email us. What's our email Grant address? Grant and Terry at S2SSport.com. That's uh, two S's, right? S2S. Sport. Yeah, good sport. point. Good question. Yeah. Or, yeah, very, very good, Mr. I was Mr. trying to Goodwin. email myself, and I only had one Dad, are you sending so. yourself pictures again? Pretty bad uh, pictures, too. Of yourself? Like, like I can't, you can't open them up at work. All right. <laughs> it's like buying a picks. What? You ever drink hot what hot dog water? No? Did you chocolate? All right, let's starfish. go to break. Anyway, let's go to break. And when we come back, we're also gonna have Coach X's as he once again for the 12th year in a row does not understand what we mean by toughest regions or toughest districts and he just sends us well i'll just go ahead and say it a load of crap but at least it's funny crap and we'll talk about that when we come back is it funny i mean for him it is okay. his his so I, i've never said this before all right before we go to break so about 12 years ago we got a letter and they thought we were Make-A-Wish. And they were like, look, if we have a guy that thinks he's a coach. And they sent me the movie Radio. And they were like, basically, it's like radio. And yeah, so yeah. they were like, could you pretend for a while? And I'm like, okay, he won't last long. Some it bitch is still going. alive. And so we just have to keep taking it. But his mom does send us $5 every week. And so. he got married. And well, he's got like two kids now. Yeah, and that's and they're all, it's it's radio for the family. Is, like he told me the other day, he, they were trying to find a sitter so he and his wife could go see the opening of Barbie. I'm going to see Barbie this weekend. I can't oh, open it. Yeah. Are you really? Studio, girl, studio girlfriend wants to see it. And so she went, came and did great work for us at uh, Texas High School Coach Association. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Margot Robbie, but you're going to see it because of Ryan uh, Gosling. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Anyway, we're going to take a break. When hey, we come I don't back, judge, man. Coach X judge. and the toughest 3A region. Here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Ordinary story about the way things go round and around. Nobody knows, but the highway goes on forever. That old highway goes on forever. Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on S2S Sports Network and L4. We now have Coach X, and then we'll, of course, have the 3A toughest region. But before we do that, again, as I said, I do apologize for this, but uh, in, uh, I almost said intern. No, maybe we should start calling him intern X. Um, Coach X has never understood the ranking thing, so we've never got his toughest regions or toughest districts or anything. What we get now is this, and I do apologize. Uh oh, here we go now. Oh, by the way, for all those that have always wondered, this is legitimately like this is what he writes in. We, we, we still have people that don't believe that there's a Coach X. Um, and so he really writes these in. And, and so here we go. Uh oh, here we go now. It's time for the Coach X part of the show, the often imitated, never duplicated, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Have I hit up enough sayings or those? Cleasy things, you know, those things that people say somebody else has said a lot of times. So you want to know Coach X's toughest regions. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think he meant cliche. Yeah, maybe. but he spelt it uh, C-L-E-C-Y. I mean, it is Coach X. Yeah, I mean, and he teaches spelling at his schools. So I should spelling. tell you. <laughs> they <have laughs> spelling. They have language. They have spelling. Senior, oh, I'm Reading sorry. Reading and writing and arithmetic. Yeah, they have senior level spelling. I'm sorry. I had the overlay over it on. Here we go. That's what I was trying to say. I, I, that's actually Coach X's notes for people that didn't know. Uh, uh, but anyway. I copied and pasted an email to the yep. uh, sideline to sideline. Do you think his Do you think his mom and his wife work on him for him? Like he has Probably. to because he to can't spell. Sure. He he got that one line in before they edited the Cleesey. Okay, uh, X. This is a run-on sentence. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Cleesey. It should be cliche. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so here we go. So you want to know Coach X's toughest regions, Coach X's toughest guilty pleasure songs that you will sing as loud as you can in your truck if nobody else is in there. So, again, we don't even get toughest regions. We get a really long list. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, Coach X, the one for the next show, we're going to have to cut in half because, Jesus Christ, you write too much. All right, here Whoa. we go. Number or, or, Easy I'm sorry. on the JC. For, Easy on the JC. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were I so, don't say that. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> you say so many other Don't things. Don't roll tape. Uh, other yeah, Taylor, roll some tape. Uh, first, the honorable mentions. Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney. Bye 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 by one of those random boy bands. And Hanging mm. Tough, the original ba- boy band, uh, The Old Men from the Street. All right, so number five. Can I, can I say this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I've already heard one, right? Yeah. Maybe we could get AI to do his stuff, right? <gasps> wow. Mix in a little. Uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, a little Peter Griffin mixed yeah. with some hee haw. And some actual boom. talent. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. Number five Call Me by Blondie. And, and I will go ahead and say this, Coach X. I cannot read all this because we we're already at 54 minutes and we still got two division or two classes. So call me Blondie. I love eighties music and I love blonde headed women. So we, how would this song not be on the list? I like brunettes too though. I always get distracted during this. Redheads aren't bad. (laughs) Son of a, I always get distracted during the song, but I'm pretty sure the song is about an eighties booty call. So that makes it pretty awesome. Not a booty call for the people in their eighties, but a booty call for people from the eighties, which is almost putting us in the eighties, which were probably in their twenties and thirties then. So I guess that'd be 70 now. Terry, is that what y'all used to do back before you could text the pick of your private say, come and get it. Hey, but don't do that. Ask Brett, far but the girl he sent the pick is good lord she's not okay <laughs> she was he, yes yes but he's on a rant so number four but no girl deserves a an unsolicited yes private pick number four rick pick rick <laughs> hi pick. rick <laughs> <laughs> hi rick uh number four redneck woman who, Red- <laughs> who is the governor rick perry <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Hey, Go Rick ahead. Perry. <laughs> I got something for this you. This is a Texas football show. All right. Number four, Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson. I do like that song. Now, I know when you hear that name, you think that girl has to be like 70-year-old with a name like – 75-year-old with a name like Gretchen. Like the last woman I think that was named Gretchen I used to read in the textbook about women who wrote their men from the Civil War. <laughs> by the way, one of the my favorite Twitter uh, – uh, ever was the guy that wrote uh, like he was Andrew Luck, but in the Civil War because Andrew Luck always had a neck beard. And uh-huh. so like the day he, Andrew Luck retired because of injuries, he wrote this long and it was in Civil no, War. No, Andrew like, Luck still for uh, the Colts. Dude, he's been retired for like five years now. Look it up. I think you're wrong. Okay. That's why we're going to have Grant on out drink the coverage. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, anyway, uh, let me see. Oh, anyway, I like that part in the song where she says she can wear a thong from Walmart and not break the bank. I like a woman that is practical. A thong from Walmart? Yes. I like a woman that they is. Have pr- such a thing? Yes. I, I like a woman that is practical and still likes to bang. Who doesn't? Terry, I see your. See, we should have never told him we we're doing video because now he's going to have all these video jokes where he's claiming, like, I see your hand in the air. Which part of that sentence did you have a problem with? Let's run a poll on Twitter for which one we think it is. Run anyway. How, <laughs> okay, between both of y'all tonight, Jeebus. You said it. Y'all said. Poll. I'm just going to go number three. Shake it off, Taylor Swift. Okay, all of I his don't song, mind that one. That's all of good. his songs though are just pop candy hits. For this guy that claims he's so deep and you know he loves deep music, he likes I've all. I've never this. heard him claim he likes oh, yeah. deep music. Right. He went and saw Barbie. I'm going to see Barbie. Both of y'all went. Are you going to go watch? Are you going to go watch Oppenheimer? Yes, I am. Actually, I am too. I can't wait for that movie. I went to Los Alamos last no two years ago. Yep, yeah, I've been I've been there a couple times. I've been. There I used to go over to Cloud Croft times. all the times. 
Three times. I well, I used to go by it every time I was out in Cloud Crawls. So I've been to it like nine times. But it is a cool. That's yeah, a cool it area. Is. It's very yeah, cool. The cool museum. Um. Anyway, so uh, Swift Swifty checks in at number two, and oddly not with a song about how bad of a girlfriend she is. You got to think a girl that hot with that much money. It's one of two things. I know where he's going with this. A, she doesn't put out, or three, she does, but she sucks, or maybe she doesn't suck, and therein lies the problem. She kind of looks like she might smell like onions. But but nevertheless, you, I am so glad we did the 2A part first, and most of them have probably tuned off because the 3A and 4A world, they've had this for 10, uh, 12 years almost. We need to keep moving. Oh, now we need to get moving? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And number one, Roar, Katy Perry. I like that song, too. I, like too. I will turn that uh, Number two, I'm sorry. I thought it was number one. Number two. Oh, what could be number one? Hey, then? before I get too deep into Katy Oh. If you're listening, and I know you are, go back to being a blonde. You looked quick. much better. You looked so much hotter to Coach X. And we all know that you that that is the one of the things you aspire to do. If you go too deep into Twitter, you'll find that all these people that think Katie got replaced with a robot because her eye wouldn't open or something like that. I say, hey, Kat, Katie, you got the eye of the tiger, and I want to hear you roar. All right, and the number one song, Guilty Pleasure song for all of us. Oh, I agree 100% with this one. For all coaches out there and non-coaches, you can listen up. It's Party in the USA by Miley uh, Cyrus. That came out in 2013. That was also the year that uh, Robin Thicke came out with his song, that uh, Blurred Lines, and both of them were just earweevil music. Get back to Miley Cyrus. I want to hear this. Now, this was close between this and Wrecking Ball. It's kind of in the bank up here. But damn it, I, I like sometimes. a much happier song about a party in America, and this song combines both. I like the part where she says, and the DJ played my favorite jam when a Britney song was on. A Britney song was on, so I put my hands up they're playing my song and the butterflies fly away yeah it's a party in the usa do you put You're your hands down there when you think of her <laughs> okay l4 Towards media please sheet. help the run sheet i need some help I, I i need taylor to be in studio to be a live producer that can cut this between y'all two it's like a three-year-old leading a two-year-old you don't even know we're down there anyway once. you're welcome because now that song is stuck in your head and you know it is and i bet 50 percent of you will youtube that for the ride home my list was the best list so much than terry's too i'm already ready i'm out this season's already a grind now i was so excited after leaving coaching school with professionals and then i remember he is a professional well make a wish professional that's my thing this year he's a make a wish coach <laughs> i think it's brilliant all right let's now get into some actual football we're going to talk 3a we're going to talk division one we're going to talk toughest regions and let's do that now where do you want to start mr uh, goodwin region four being the Fourth toughest region uh, of Class Three A Division One. Uh, look, you got Edna, right? Yeah. Edna is going to be the bell cow of this region. After that, I don't think you have any um, Tier Two teams. Uh, you got some Tier Three teams that are close to Tier Two: in Lano, Blanco, Jordan, Goliad. But really, Edna's the the clear-cut favorite. I don't think there's many challengers. Yeah. I mean, one of those teams out of Lano, Blanco, Goliad, Jordanton could uh, probably push them a little bit, but I think Edna would be your clear-cut favorite here. Yeah, and I mean, when you – Their you, size, their athleticism, it just – 
you know, well, we, we saw Lano and Edna and, and yeah, last year and Lana, Lano hung around, but Edna just grinded them down before it was said and done. And yeah. I know each year's teams are a little different, but the makeup of both of these teams, I think a, we're going to see them play again in the, in, in that round. And right maybe, now, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe there's Goliad. Maybe. Jordan did. I don't know. Um, uh, but the, the main point here is, though, the one big heavy hitter in this region, there's only one, and it's Edna. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Uh, region one is the third toughest district, in my opinion. region. Uh, or region, uh, in my opinion. And it's because Brock, uh, Brock is probably one of the, you know, a state favorite, right? Yes. Uh, but then you got Bushland, who, you know, takes a little bit of a step back, still going to be really good. Yep. After that, you got your Paradises, which Paradise is going to have a great, you know, what, their their quarterback's one of the best. I, I think uh, Paradise is. A, we said it last week. I think Paradise is a dark horse, not only for the region, oh, but yeah, for the they're district. Probably as yeah, maybe even the region. Maybe they can push Brock. Yeah. We'll see pretty quick because Brock and Paradise are in the same district. Yep. Uh, then you got Shallow Water, uh, Jim Ned, Whitesboro out there. I think Jim Ned's going to be. A lot better than what people think. I think Whitesboro uh, takes a big step back because they, they have do. to replace a ton, including Mac Harper, the one of the quarterback, best quarterbacks ever. in that region oh, last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was a Case Keenum type quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And I want to say this. This is not we, – we said this in the 2A show, but this isn't necessarily because Region 3 is – or Region 1 is weak. It's just the next two regions are just deeper because Region mm-hmm. 3 on a lot of years – this might be your number one toughest district. I mean, District 4 in of itself, and I know they've had a lot of turnover with Peaster and Pilot Point and Ponder, but at least two of the three, I feel, have uh, truly made really good hires. I think all three did. And, and so it, it's not that Region 1 is weak at all. It's just they no. just don't happen to be as strong as, say— They're not as top-heavy. Yeah, they're not as top-heavy as, say, the number two region, which is also the number two toughest region, uh, as you've got Malakoff sitting there. I, I think a lot of people, not us, and we don't pat, pat our back a lot, but you I and I— I think it was, comes down to Malakoff and Winsboro in this uh, region, right? And, and, and Malakoff is— Yeah, and hey, look at Pottsboro. You know, we kept riding yeah. Pottsboro off week by week in the playoffs, and they just kept going. But what I was going to say is, you know, people thought we were crazy when we thought Malakoff was going to win the region in the playoff preview show. We both felt that they were going to win the region. And all of them were back. That quarterback's a sophomore last year, so he's a junior this year. Uh, you've got Atlanta over in District 6. They are expecting— Now, let's see how they play with the, the target on their back because as we've seen it's that's way different um but i i like I, this this whole district or this whole region is just really really tough and then you have a district like seven that's really top heavy and then the rest of it it's 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 got a lot of churning but it's such a big district you can still have a great district in it and that's why this whole region there's not a weak district in this region in my opinion right no i don't think so either um uh, and yeah, and let's I, not forget what is Mount Vernon going to do now uh, under a new coach with a new team? Will I, they fall back, or will that winning way has that set a tradition and a foundation? Well, as I, you know, I've been a big Mount Vernon fan over the last four years. Yes, and yes. They, and they really, you know, stepped up and they've been fun to watch. But I think they take a major step back. Not that they're not going to be a uh, thorn in somebody's side in this region. Yeah. But I think your Malakos, Winsboro's, and even Grandview's, Pottsboro's, and maybe even West. I know West kind of lost a lot. Uh, they're going to be the bell cows. 
here in this region. And I think the toughest region uh, in 3A Division One is going to be uh, Region 3. Yes, right? and, and that's because you've got District 11 and District 12 back-to-back. Uh, District 11, we talked to Coach Mark Fannin uh, at Coach's School. First off, I didn't even get to tell you. I showed it on the video that we recorded with the ring this year. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. It is – it's the biggest – state championship ring I've ever seen. Really? It, it is as big as, as Super Bowl ring. It's beautiful. Huh. Uh, but even he had acknowledged that they're in a district this year that if, it, if Franklin don't play right, they're going to end up going in as the third seed. Yeah. Uh, and that just shows you how tough that district is. And, oh, by the way, right up against the district with Columbus and Hitchcock, two top ten teams, and then you've got a Yoakum team that you're very high on, that I'm very high on as a dark horse, and then you still got Hallettsville. I mean, this this whole region, man, Anahuac over in District 10. Anahuac has a chance to be special this year. The Panthers return here's, everybody. Here's my big dudes in Region 3. Uh, Franklin, uh-huh. right? Columbus. Yep. Hitchcock. Yep. I mean, those are three big ones, right? Um you know, Columbus, I mean, that's like, – I mean, that's big enough right there. We're not even talking about the die balls, the Anawaks. The Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Yo. Cameron is back on the way up. Oh, very. And, and they're, again, they're just in a really tough region, that you know, our district. Uh, but even – we go back to what we say all the time, and I know they're looking for – or they got a new coach again, but Crockett always has talent. Right. Uh, Cold Spring last year was supposed to be a lot better, and at times they were, but then at times they weren't. Yeah. Uh, look, Region 3 is just deep. I mean, I you can give me four teams – now, I'll go ahead and say five teams. I could see five teams possibly winning state from that region. Oh, absolutely. And, that's again, that's not even counting like an Anahuac who who might get lost in the shuffle simply because of this region. You well, put them Anahuac in another region, they're a Franklin favorite. Franklin pretty close yes. last year. So second round of the playoffs. Um, all right. So that is our class three, a division one. Again, toughest region, region three. Second toughest is region two. Region one is the third toughest. And then region four is the fourth tough, toughest. All right. Now let's go to class three, a division two. And this is another one where the worst region isn't really bad. It's just the other regions are really, really good. And we're going to start that with region one as the fourth toughest region. And mainly because I'll be honest, if anybody beats Canadian, I will be surprised out of region one. Doesn't mean there's not good teams, but I just think Canadian is the bell cow of the region. I think Canadian, like you said, is the bell cow. Uh, Wall kind of solidifies this region a little bit. I think I agree. I think Wall's going to be a lot better than they were last year, and they were pretty darn good last year, right? Yep. Uh, They got a lot of dudes coming back. I think Wall can push uh, Canadian, but Canadians going to get a little bit of a workout with their district mate in Childress. Childress, but th- I think there. they take a step back. Oh yeah, Childress takes a step back. They had some trouble last year early on. But yeah, right? they, they started out oh, like one in four, and then right. got on a stretch, and then they, they lost the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had injuries early. Uh, they should be better, but I, I don't think they take a step back necessarily. Uh, but I think Canadian is the bell cow with Wall kind of pushing Canadian. Uh, if the bracket runs right, then it should be Wall Canadian, I would think, in Region 1 uh, finals. But can't count out Adelou either. No, but I just I, I think if, if, if you've ever seen, you know, sometimes when you have transfer of coaching, especially when it happens out of nowhere with Keating re- retiring, it, it leads a void. But 
it just lock and Cavalier step. was has his been on staff. Forever. Yeah, and his son, Cavalier's son, is, is the starting quarterback. So I just think maybe one of the best quarterbacks in uh, Class Three A. Yes, and so Division I, One and Division Two. I, I just think it was an it was almost natural that it happened the way it did, even though yeah. it didn't happen for the best reasons. And we hope Coach Keating is doing well and stuff. But I just. It's a. I just think it's a great transition, and I don't think Canadian misses a beat. And I don't mean just now. Oh, they might I mean, be better than they were yeah, last year. And, and just going for the future, Canadian is in good hands, and oh, they, yeah. they're going to be Absolutely. fun to watch. So anyway, that is the worst. Uh, I say again. See, I told you. The I don't fourth, mean to say that. The fourth, the fourth toughest. toughest. Yeah. All right. The third toughest is, and this was tough. We we had to. We had debates on this one, uh, but the third toughest is Region 2. Mm-hmm. And the biggest region, why, is kind of like Region 1. You have a bell cow team, but in my opinion, this is a bell cow team in Gunner that does have a lot of questions. And, I, and I'm saying that Gunner's going to be fine, but this isn't Gunner of last year where you just circle them into the region, uh, into the state semifinals and go about your day. Yeah, this is not the same type what Gunner has been entering in the last four years. I think Gunner is the bell cow, but I also think Holiday will close the gap. I do too. This year. I think Holiday is one of the most underrated teams right now in uh, 3A Division II. So Gunner and Holiday are the two big boys in this uh, uh, region. And then after that, that's why they're not higher is because you got Bells, who Bells, you know, lost some. Comanche, has a lot returning, but I still have some uh, questions of their offensive line. And then after that, Scurry, Rosser, Jacksboro, Palmer. Yeah. Right. Palmer uh, has a great running back. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, I mean, he, and he carries them. And if he stays healthy, they'll at least go where they went last year. And that was really far. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 th- I still think region two is only number three because you got Gunner and holiday is your big heavy hitters. After that, I've got questions. I want to say this about holiday. We we have a holiday show. We will have a holiday show this year with the new coach, Kyle Atwood. And I love what Frank Johnson did at holiday. Uh, but I, I do think that it, a new voice with that talent is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, and Kyle Atwood and that staff, they're coming up there, going to throw the ball. They're going to play more like Canadian than, than what you used to see of Holiday, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Uh, I, I think Holiday, I'm like you, I think this is the year that Holiday might snap up and, and, and yeah, pop Gunner. And I think if you look at them on paper, you think they take a step back. Yes, but, but they really you, don't. When you, you know, we saw two of their games last year, uh, and, and one in person, one or two uh, on Yeah, I watched almost and all their highlights because of the show. They shuffled in a lot of guys oh, that yeah. weren't starters yeah. that can contribute immediately. Exactly. All right, so now that is our, our fourth and third toughest. Our second toughest is Region 4. Now, this is where you and I discuss because I, I thought Region 2 could have been second, but I understood your reasoning, especially when you look at District 14, uh, when, when you talk about Tidehaven, who let's see how it's going to be fun to see how they are now as a top five team, because they've been kind of on that cusp the last couple of years. Tidehaven to me right now, well, I'm going to just say this. I've never been to a game at Tidehaven. No, we've seen them a couple of times in other air games, so right. other places. Would, yeah, that's uh, one point. of my bucket lists, my Texas high school football bucket list is to go actually to a Tidehaven game when they play at home. 
So I have no problem with that. We got to make that happen this year. And let's not count out a team like uh, Rice Consolidated. You know, Brad Dumont came back last year after being gone for nine years, and they had kind of they kind of was in the the wilderness for a few years. Uh, and last year they were three and seven, but they were in a, a like multiple, like, including Tide Haven. That was a seven point game. Tide Haven scored late to make it a 42-28 game. But Brad Dumont's one of those that has won at Rice Consolidated, and yeah. I meant to mention them on our dark course team to be honest with you, it's kind of it's still kind of hard to talk about rice consolidated for personal things and stuff yeah. and it, it, i kind of pushed them out of my mind but i meant to mention them on the uh dark horse show so that just adds in a very good district in a very good region um uh, the, the only thing that kind of poth and todd Haven yes. are the, your big heavy hitters and then you may be one of the not really an outlier, but like Lexington could Yeah, push. you had them as a dark horse last year. Or last and week. Haven. And then your outliers to me are East Bernard, Taft, and Bowling. Yeah. And that's right. what that's what hurts this region in, in this is your your Rogers and your Cliftons and your Buffaloes, three teams that for years had been kind of the top teams. They're they're all down a little bit. Yeah. Now any one of those three could easily bounce at Rogers, especially because it wasn't like Rogers was down down. They just yeah. went in with a lot higher expectations last year than they were able to do. And they still had a decent season. Uh, so anyway, that means that our toughest three A Division two region is Region three, and that's because every district is a battle. Yeah. Uh, every district has, I think a true regional fa- uh, threat, a team that could, I can see winning, not only winning the region, but winning the semifinals and at least playing in a state championship. Uh, and that starts off with, with harmony. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, Boston Seahorn. Boston I mean, Seahorn. And, and the way that offense figured it out after week, what, six or seven last year. Well, they basically just made kind of like a complete, Offensive change, from what I understand. Yeah, absolutely, they did. And now, then Dangerfield comes out. I mean, hey, look, uh, folks. Dude. I know we always make the joke about Dangerfield as they can beat one team forty-two to nothing, and then the next week lose forty-two to nothing. But there's something different. No, to, there's yep. something different now with yeah, Dangerfield. It it could be, but I still have that in the back of my I do mind. Too. I do too, because I think I your Hooks that. and your Newton are still yeah. Hooks and Newton are still in the same classification yes. to me. Is Dangerfield is, but I think Dangerfield is still the most dangerous animal when they're back in the corner. And it just is Harmony good enough to withstand that uh, in a say you know uh, region final or quarterfinal semifinal game? I don't know because let's remember you know Dangerfield throttled Harmony last year in district. It was forty eight mm-hmm. to twenty one, and it was a last district game, so there was something to play for. Um, and, and there has been some comments that Harmony. They, you know, they, draw. they played New Waverly, they played Hooks, they played West Grusk and Newton. And West Grusk and Newton sound, and they were good, but they weren't. They both had taken steps back last Those year. Three but big names, though. Yeah, and it is. And, and no Those matter what, cakewalks. And no matter what, they got snaps in on guys who weren't, you know, this was a young team. And, and they all got snaps, and they all, now I, I still want to see how they play with the expectations because that is a, there is a big step from being the dark horse to being expected. And, we, and we've had coaches tell us, like, I really wish I would have just kept us as a dark horse because once you get that target on your back, things completely change. But I, I think something special is brewing in Harmony. And I think something special in this whole region. I think region, Harmony feels they have something to prove, and, let's and not, it doesn't matter. I think let, Harmony is going to be a force out in Region 3. And honestly, maybe a force all the way into the state finals. I think Harmony is going to be that good. I want to go see that Harmony Pewitt scrimmage uh, uh, here in a few four or five weeks or whatever it is when the scrimmages start. But I think we'll be in Port Aransas. 
Hey, oh. we're going to be there together. Um, not not together, at the same trip, together. but we're going to maybe. You need to, no. I might hang out with you five sometime. Yeah, you'll be there and I'll be there at the same time, but not together. We might. We might. Anyway, I want to I want to end this segment. Uh, don't forget True. Yeah. Sam Wells last year, they went six and five. Uh, that was supposed to be a down year for them. Uh, they were competitive in that first round loss to Hooks, but they returned a lot. If you want, he ha- he did an interview with us, so you can hear that uh, at the co- or you can see it too. We did a video on coaching school, and and they're that type of team. Every year in this region, Troop is a class program. Yes, always has been. Yes, always will be. And every year in this region, somebody gets like last year Harmony uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago before we knew who they were it was Wascom 10 years ago yeah. Wascom wasn't a team that anybody thought anything of and then so every year it seems like somebody comes out of this region that surprises and I think it could be true all right that's 3A in the books we're going to take a break we're going to wrap things up by doing class 4A toughest regions division 1 and division 2 right here on the SI design and printing sideline to sideline toughest regions for 2023 show on L4 media is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire resistant clothing that can keep up well l4fr clothing should be your go-to for quality affordability safety and style l4fr was founded by a third generation oil field worker who is also a veteran thus this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity all while we provide first-rate customer service Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at l4frclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Great, good one back here, sideline to sideline. We hit our last segment of the night, and that's time to talk a little class four. I want to remind you that next week it'll be the toughest districts, and then we'll take a break, and then August 5th we will hit the Big Arch preview show. It's going to be interesting because not only, as we said in the opening, I know some of y'all just go to the 4A so you didn't hear the open open. Uh, we're, we're actually also, intern Noe and I are recording out during the coverage. The We're finishing up our series about the 70s Cowboys and the 90s Cowboys. And then we're also doing our Big 12 preview because we're having a college show this year for out drank the coverage. And in saying that, uh, we might have to cue some wrestling music because you're going to make a comeback Grant Goodwin, for the first time since 2014, Actually, nine years. No, last year at Frisco Bar and Grill. Yeah, but we don't. We, I we didn't. We didn't pay, you. We guys. didn't pay attention to you. I don't even. I didn't even remember you. I was there. like the majority of the show. The show was actually it was Kevin McPherson carried us. Maybe we got in Kevin's kitchen. He started talking about his <laughs> tater tots and his uh, 
Hotties, his hotties. pies. His, his pies. Oh, he does pies. love his pies. Oh his my fried God. pies. But anyway, so we're going to be doing but those. But I gave you a football fried pie and carried that show. I don't remember I even, that. I think I, I even predicted that uh, the 49ers would win the Super Bowl. And did they not? No, they didn't. But, but I predicted it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're going to be having fun because if you don't know if this is the first time you've heard of us, uh, our Big Oz preview shows, we move the studio over to your place and you're going to cook some ribs and some chickens and we just make a whole day of it. Uh, but usually that means for like the first three hours, we're just kind of hanging out. We're going to be recording two out drink the coverages and then three Sideline to sidelines, a four a, a three a, and a two a big arse preview show. We cannot wait. That and is each one of those probably two hours. They can be because we go through every district. We basically at least mention every team, and we usually by the second show. Uh, that's the one time during the year that I enjoy the drinks, and, and that we usually end up talking. We will talk for fifteen minutes on a two and eight team, and and. That's about the point of the season when I realized to myself and I asked myself, why am I doing this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 every every Saturday or every Sunday morning after the Big Osh preview show, when, I'm out the- when I roll over and you're in bed with me, I go, why do I keep coming back to this? I know it's a mistake and every I'm, time. Yeah, and I'm snuggling you and then I wake up and <laughs> yeah, realize I just talked 30 minutes on Fabens. And I'm snuggling you. Progress. Why am you I doing this? You went to a three default progresso. Oh, right. <laughs> that ants. actually happened once, folks. Oh. Anyway, so let's get into it. Class 4A, Division 1. Our toughest region. No offense to Fabens. Oh, no, no, not Got at all. One of the best steakhouses in the world. Okay, I messed up on this. Go ahead and you announce the fourth toughest region in 4A Division 1. I'm used to it. Let's go. All right, the fourth Region 1 in 4A Division 1. Uh, region one is the fourth okay, toughest okay, so uh, region, right? You got Decatur, uh, who is a big heavy hitter. After that, you don't have any like huge uh, or middlemen, right? After that, you got El Paso, Riverside, uh, Brownwood, Wichita Falls. But how much can any of those three teams really push Decatur? Well, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Kind of remains to be seen right now. I'm going to be honest. Last year, I was huge on Riverside. You know, they came off that 11 and two year, and I again, that was one of our long debates on that Big R's preview show for four. I had Riverside making the region finals, and you were like, you were like, no, that ain't going to happen. And I was just like, yeah, it is. It's going to happen. They've returned everybody, which they did. A D1 quarterback, a, a talent all over the field, off an 11 and two team that had given Springtown, I think it was the year before, year everything before they could. Handle. Three quarters for three quarters, did. and then but, then but the still, still, cream I, roasters yeah, off, man. that year. But I thought coming back, yeah, and then they get to El Big Spring and give up 38 points to Big Spring, right? And so right. now I, I hate to say it, I'm the exact opposite. I, I'm now I'm on the other, probably too far to the other side, but. I, I at one time I thought Riverside could be a region threat, but to me it's Decatur. And I'm gonna tell you what, Old High, and this is like their last year's Old High, if I'm not mistaken. It is. I think I believe, there's a yeah. lot of emotion with that, and you better watch out for them. But let's not forget Brownwood. I think I think Brownwood, Brownwood, think Brownwood might, Falls might be the biggest threat to Decatur. However, both of those teams, I think, would have to take uh, bring their A game. Yeah, I think the Cater's going to be Eagles. really, really good this yeah. year. I Nate think the Palmer, only thing running back, probably one of the best yes. running backs in uh, 
class four, Look, if not all of Texas football. We, we've honestly. talked about it last year. I didn't like the way the Decatur coaching change went down, but at least on the other end, they came out maybe even better than where Steve they were. Huff, yeah, yeah college station you know, former coach and everything. And I, look, the only thing hurting Decatur is who they've got to play in the semifinals, no matter who it is. All right. So number uh, region one is our fourth toughest. That brings me over to region four is our third toughest. Now this one has a team in every district that could be a region threat, but I'm going to be honest. I would be absolutely shocked unless injuries happen. If Bernie's not playing in the semifinals, yeah, uh, go ahead and too. spoil it. I, I have Bernie going really far again this year. Like I think everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I, I think again, Bernie could make us a, a run to state. Uh, how good's Cal Allen going to be, you know, Cal Allen has some rebuilding, but yeah, they got the numbers uh, to push Bernie Again, um, and then you got Davenport, Lavernia, uh, Somerset, yep. um, Port Lavaca, Calhoun. Uh, They're but one I of the think watch Bernie for. is the one. Yeah, Calhoun is. Well, you know, all these named off. But the reason that Region 4 is only the third toughest region is because Bernie is your only big yes. bell cow, and you can't see anybody outside of Cal Allen even pushing them, I think. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, again, you've got I, – I am. I know this sounds where we have a coach's show, and I'm not just saying – I want to see Uvalde. Uvalde has some really good defensive guys coming back from a team last year. Uh, we all know the Cinderella season, but as I was talking with Coach Miller, you know, they're ready to just – be a football team again. Right. Uh, and they're in a district that outside of Bernie, I, I'm just curious to see what they're going to do. But uh, yeah, Bernie, it, it's going to take, in my opinions, a lot of injuries or a team just really develop quickly. And, and Davenport, second year i mean they do have the talent but i still think they got a lot of dudes bernie Davenport just, has a lot of dudes bernie just quietly got just super loaded over the last couple of years yeah and, and you know we think about galloway from two years ago and th last year's team we we said at the beginning they were better and they were and now they're just deeper uh and, and coach hendrix is doing such a wonderful job there but that is still just our third toughest region because our second toughest, and we had debates on this one. This is one of those that, you know, if you and I cared enough, might have gone to blows. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we care enough. We just stop fighting because we break each other's hips. Uh, region three is the second toughest, barely being eked out by region two, but region three. And I think the main reason why is because District 11, the Houston district, is just, it's just terrible. I mean, yeah, let's just be awful. honest. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but the rest of that, District 9, District 10, District 12. Hey, look, District 12, I, I know like El Campo, Ruben Owens is gone, Chad Worrell's now at Burleson, but we said it last week, and I said it when it happened. Uh, El Campo, in my opinion, made the home run hire of maybe all of 4A. Travis Reeve. With Travis Reeve, and maybe of all the shows that – all the classes that we cover, Travis Reeve at El Campo just fits. Yeah. You know, El Campo is a unique place. They're, they're a place that sometimes – thinks they're a little bit more blue blood football wise than they really are. And he's the type that can come in and level that out. He's going to take that talent and, but he's got a tough district, man. You've got Bay city. You've got Iowa colony. Who's basically a five, eight. Let's not forget Navasota. Everybody's already forgot about Navasota. You know, Navasota last year had a nice little run, but people aren't talking about them. And then, and of course, district nine, Kilgore, Lindell, uh, Jacksonville, Henderson with a new coach, Apparently the attitude. We have another. We have a show there too. Well, we have a lot of coaches shows this year. Uh, but Henderson. Uh, apparently the attitudes are completely changed, and the, mm -hmm. and the atmosphere is different. Uh, Region three man is stacked. 
Yeah, you know, and I I really think that uh, Region Three. Uh, Bulls down to Chapel Hill, Lumberton, Kilgore, yeah, right? That and then Bay City, I think Bay City and Lindell will have something to say about it. Yeah. But those teams right there are what make uh, Region 3 the second toughest uh, region in the state. Well, I, and to be honest with you, the only reason I'm not ready to give it back to Chapel Hill who returned the house is once again, I just, and you they know, got to the semifinals I, last year. So you got to give I, them that I, credit. I think Coach Reardon with third time around with this group, different, right. Is I, I, I think he it's trial and error. That's a good um, point. That's a real you good know, point. Last year didn't work out as well as the first year when they were all freshmen and sophomores. I think, you know, Reardon's a good enough coach. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, and he's uh, building something for the long term. Yeah, I, I think Chapel Hill is going to take a step up. I think a lot of people in Bulldog country last year were a little disappointed no, yeah, uh, I agree. with how yeah, far I agree. they went. Uh, Even though they made is, it to the semifinals. <laughs> right, but I, I, I think it was finals or bust for Chapel Hill. Yeah, and no, I totally agree I don't that. think Reardon would have had a an argument against that. He was looking for yes, finals or bust. Exactly. Everybody was looking for finals or bust. I think this year is the year that they're, they got their heads right with ball and they go out and make the finals. You so, can, you can hear their games, uh, any TSN live. Now they do it for Texan live, but the, the crew does that. They'll also have a Chapel Hill show on any TSN dot live, Brett and the crew. They were down there at coaches school, helping us out. And they're also going to be doing our East Texas show. Now, you know, I must trust them to give up the East Texas show. Cause that's where I'm from. And that's, that's where I can talk all day about, but those guys do such a wonderful job. So our East Texas show this year will be on our network, but it'll be Brett in the NETSN. Check them out online. NETSN.live. All right. So that leaves region two as the toughest one. And I'll go ahead and be honest. It's because of district five. Yeah. I mean, nothing against Salina, Anna, Kennedale. All those teams are going to be at certain levels, either taking a step back from last year or taking a step forward. But at the end of the day, District 5 with China Spring, with Stephenville, uh, with Alvarado. And we talked about it last week. La Vega has become dark horse. I mean, four years ago, you penciled them in as a, as a region finalist. Now they're a dark horse, not just because they've slipped a little bit, but because of the region they're in. If you put La Vega in Region 1 or Region 4, uh, well, not maybe Region 4 with Bernie, but Region 1, I think they're a favorite. But yeah. in this one, they're going to be lucky to be the fourth-place team. Right well, now, they will be the fourth-place team. Never mind, I see the fifth-place team is watching his life. I feel yeah. sorry for that program. I, I, I think uh, Stephenville and uh, China Spring are the bell cows, right, that make uh, Region 2 the toughest. But then you throw in the Salinas and Annas, who Salina and Anna could easily end up Especially maybe even Salina. I I think Anna. I think Anna still, takes a small step back. They do because they got to replace the quarterback, but everybody else is coming back. And I'm telling you, Anna's got somebody roaming in the hallways and can throw the football, right? Yeah, I totally agree. Or somebody will move in and can throw the football like right. Ethan so Bullock did. I, I think Salina and Anna has every right to think that they could re- win this region too. And then you did the aforementioned La Vega and Alvarado. Then throw in Kennedy. And maybe Carter. I don't know. You know, I still, still the don't DIT trust Carter. Yeah. Teams are hard to trust, but uh, throw in Kennedale. Throw in I Panther easily, Creek. 
And Panther Creek. That's Panther to me Creek, the yeah. big what if if things develop. Absolutely, you, yeah, absolutely. They I got mean, a great quarterback. Right? They got a great quarterback. They've got numbers. They're in a district that, outside of Salina, they should be the second, if worse, the third. But I really think that they'll push Salina this year, mm-hmm. um, and not because Salina's. I, I think Salina's. I just think Panther Creek is that good. And then we've got a Kaufman. You, you got a Kaufman team, yeah. and hey, and I know this sounds funny, but let's not remember a couple years ago, Nevada Community. Last year, Nevada Community was supposed to finally take that step and Yawn. then they took us huh i'm yawning oh i know you hate talking the braves i don't hate talking the braves but i don't want to talk the braves on statewide right but now right anyway now. so <laughs> that is our 4a division one toughest regions again uh region two is number one region three is number two i'm region gonna feel four like a complete three. ass if community steps up i am now 100 on the braves <laughs> Bragging. When you you, you do this every year, you do this every year. Do this every no, not with year. them. Not with them. I'm just saying with a team. Uh-huh. And I always quietly wrote. You got me last year with Why Riverside. Why do you hate me? No, I just. It, it, I'm you, not you, Coach you, X. you even admitted you like it when I go on a rant about a team and they end up doing good. It's fine. I, I like it when you go on a rant when I don't know. Joaquin's going to beat Carthage in by three touchdowns. Right. No, it was you, my van. It was the van one. Van. van. Yeah. That's the I one. The Joaquin's one I'm wrong on. Yeah. District, I would be really, really afraid if Carthage and Joaquin ever <laughs> teed up. You know, hey, right. you never know, man. All New right. world order. <laughs> Let's finish it out with Class 4A Division 2. Uh, we'll start again as the yeah, four. speak freely. Yes, All you right. can always speak Region freely. Region 4 is the fourth toughest region in 4A Division now, 2. this isn't like normally where it's because there's only one district. There are actually a couple teams outside of district 13 this year, uh, Sinton and, and divine, mostly one but it's mo- well, don't, let's not forget Bandera Bandera last year. Right? Yeah. They, they've now, I know this sounds, you know, crazy, but they've put together three straight winning seasons they, they've got a coach. And again, we had him at THSCA, oh, by man. the way, we'll be having a Bandera coach show much this year. Fun that Kelly and I had in Bandera when we went oh, down, yeah. uh, we went down for, uh, Bernie uh, Cal Allen game yep. in San Antonio, which was what the uh, quarterfinals. Yeah, the, the, uh, and the we region stayed uh, after the game. We stayed in Bernie uh, for two nights. Yeah, or not Bernie. I'm sorry, Bandera, Bandera. Uh, for two nights and had a blast. Arkies yep. and all those places. Bandera is about the coolest place you can go, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and and, and I, I hope that they continue the winning ways so maybe we can have an excuse to go down there for a couple home games. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, it's District 13, it's Navarro, it's Lago Vista, and it's Wimberley. The problem is, is all three of the them – big dude right Yeah, now, but all right? three of them have taken steps back. So it, one of them is going to win the region, but for, I, I've got something telling me, and I don't know what it is, uh, that Wimberley hasn't taken – as much of a step back as what we think. See, I feel the exact same way about Lago Vista. Well, Lago Vista, I think Lago Vista is going to do what Lago Vista does. I, you know, they lost their two big player playmakers from last year, right? Oh, yeah. Ethan. Uh, Ethan Helton and their quarterback, Bowen Staub. But right. They quietly built a really good defense, and most of those guys are back this year. Right, yeah. But I, I think Wimberley's going to have a little bit more to say than what a lot of people think. Yeah, oh, no, I agree. I, I agree, but I still think if, again, the season were played today all in one, I, I don't think Wimberley, if they get out of the region, I don't see them winning against the Region 3 team. 
um, no matter who that is. Uh, but anyway, so Region 4 is our fourth toughest. That means our third toughest is Region 1. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just there's just not a lot of depth out there. And to be honest with you, I don't see any of the teams in Region 1 being a true state championship threat. Well, you know, Glenn Rose lost an all-everything quarterback. Yes. Did a, I mean, almost single-handedly carried them to a uh, win over Carthage. They lose him, but they got everybody else coming back. So, obviously, I think uh, the Tigers – uh, are the favorite region one. Uh, and then after that, you got Hershey, uh, Graham, which by the way, Graham probably has one of the best quarterbacks in all of class four, a right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, after that, I don't know, uh, Kenyon, you know, West Plains. Hey, look I at that. They had a great first season last year. A lot of people thought that they were going to struggle and, and they actually, yeah. bounced back. but again, they were in a district that just wasn't, Strong, right. uh, and, and again, I still say it. Even I just don't. If if one of these teams makes the state championship, I will be very very shocked. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so the toughest region in class four. Well, our second two. toughest. We got our second toughest. Oh, yeah. Region yeah, three. Did. Region three. Yeah, I'm um, getting a little ahead of myself there. Now this one was tough because region two and region three. They're they're very similar, except for Region 2 has Gilmer, Pleasant Grove, and, and Carthage. And at the end of the day, those three are so – it, it top-heavied the region. Now, sure. in saying that, you still got Aubrey, you still got Cato Mills, and you still got Center. You still got a team like Liberty Ilo and Pittsburgh. Both of those feel that they're going to be way better this year. But, man, when you're talking when, – when you're literally saying that all maybe all three state championship winning teams are in – two districts in one region, you're allowed to be a little top heavy because that's just Carthage alone is so far ahead of everybody. But then you add Gilmer and then you have Pleasant Grove and it just, it stacks region two way ahead. It it does. But let me tell you why region three is very close. Silsby and Quero to start. Yes. Was that not a classic by the way? Yes. Silsby Quero last year, right? Uh, If we get a rematch of that. Went down to a controversial play. I mean, as a third party fan, we love that. Now I know if you're a fan of, of one of the teams and you feel that you got you got hosed, but as for me as a third party, I want all the playoff games to be like that. Absolutely. And so, by the way, real quick, I just want to say sorry. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this while getting this stuff together when we were coming back home lot yesterday. The playoffs last year for us. We saw some of the most classic games, whether it, it be Columbus and uh, or Columbia and uh, Columbus and uh, uh, Lorena, or whether it was Anna and Stephenville. I mean, it seemed like every week, every game we went to. In fact, three weeks in a row, every game we went to came down to a, a kick or a missed kick at the end of the game for the win. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that. Up. Sorry, continue. So this is why Region 3 is very close to being the toughest region, yes. even though they're not. It's Because really Region deep. 2 is uh, Silsby Quero, right? If we see that rematch, man, it'd be great. But then Jasper, man, best linebacker. Dude, Jasper's not far from being a top linebacker. One linebackers in the country. Yes. Uh, Belleville, Waco Conley. I mean, Conley and Jasper are going to be two big dogs well, that Jasper, are out there with uh, Silsby and Quero. Well, what you said, Jasper. Best linebackers, Belleville, one of the best running or uh, defensive linemen. I mean, that kid's yeah. a Dalen Max starter kit. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, this and look at Brookshire Royal. I mean, we were talking about them as a dark horse. I think Brookshire Royal is going to be a lot better than what yes. people think. And it's it's crazy. Brookshire Royal and Madisonville are your two, I want to say dark horses in this region, but could challenge Quarrel uh, and, and, and Silsby, either two of those teams. I mean, like Brookshire Royal's athletic enough to hang with anybody in the state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't you no, think? I, I agree. It, it, for them, it's just finding consistency, winning right. all the downs, winning the downs that you need to uh, making. A, and it's not even like winning when I mean scoring. It's it's turning a third and eight last year into a third and three and a more makeable first down. Simple things like that. And have you they're going to figure that out. game, by the way. No, it's I, awesome. So no, never it's, have. I, it's been several years since I've been there, uh, but it's basically in the middle of a rice field. Mm hmm. Which is awesome, right? Except if you go in September, the mosquitoes are bigger than a buzzard. Yeah. Uh, but they got Repkas right outside of Brookshire to eat at a Cajun oh, yeah, restaurant. Oh, the my dark gosh, yeah. man. It's probably heaven on earth to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's a, Anyway. There's a lot of heavens on earth in Texas for us, and that's a that's yep. a big key when you say that. Uh, but then, we, again, we mentioned Belleville, Waco, Conley. I mean, it, this uh, – Conley again, was uh, – Kiefer Sibley, I mean, yeah, goodness the, gracious. The, the, the difference simply was Gilmer, Pleasant Grove, and Carthage. That's just so much right, at the time. Yeah. When you're talking three teams from the top five, yeah. and think about it this way. I, I don't remember the last time we've seen a a, a, a region or a, a division like this where you're top two, your five top teams are in two regions. There's not one spread out in three or four. Right. I mean, those are all tier one teams. Easy, how, easy. How about uh, Carthage uh, needing to find a quarterback and they come back with Jet Surratt. Scott who's, Surratt's son. Who some say who will be the best. Yes. And has a I've coach's already, son. Yeah, raised. I've already started watching film on him. He's yes. got a cannon and he's accurate. Oh, and the kid commit, uh, the kid's a just – a stud. It's amazing. And he's like yeah. a sophomore? Sophomore. Yes. Was, he, was he a freshman last year? So I couldn't remember. Freshman last year. He got some playing time. Yeah. Uh, but so you might as well, all the Scott Surratt rumors, at least for the next three years, you uh -huh. might as well just put him to bed. He ain't going anywhere. I mean, I think it would take a Texas type because he's he has pointed for sure. six years now that I remember when there was some he was flirting with some other school or supposedly he said, look, I'm not going anywhere until he graduates. Why would he? Yeah. I why don't... would you? It, not only because uh, I, and that's the thing more and more talking with with like Marcus Schultz, his son, it, they're in that age. That's more important. I think that people realize that finding a place where your kid when they're in sixth or seventh grade, because you still feel like they can develop and be part of the community and by the you know four or five years and, and how important that is for coaches nowadays yeah. and, and he ain't going nowhere and uh sadly for everybody else Car carthage ain't going anywhere as well all right i think we've put this one to bed my that friend. was fun i can't wait to do uh toughest, toughest districts, districts. Next week. we got toughest districts then we'll take a break and then we'll come back and we will do uh our big arch preview shows and then we'll be right in the season uh, it's we're recording this on July 19th or basically a week and a month away or a month and a week away if you want to say it the right way and I want to say something to the fans out there yeah go ahead spay and neuter your pets and, and again you're behind that mic why do you hide behind the mic Grant? spay we and like, neuter you, your pets you have such a that pretty was, smile uh, from Price Bob Barker. Right. Yeah, yeah, Bob, Bob Barker. Barker. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, while he was spaying and neutering his pants, he was expecting the pants. Uh, well, he was, let's, let's say he was expecting the ladies to spray and. <laughs> what? I don't get it. He, what do you think? He was known as being aggressive towards the 
the Price is Right's girls. If I was a game show host, I probably would too. Anyway, Why that's you gonna, me another, I'm just going to the, we got to go. More we're on the show. Less music. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. We want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. Email. Neuter. Email us at <laughs> Grant and Email us. I should have never told you we were on video. You'd have never known the whole year. Uh, you can find us uh, through email, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. You can also email me, Terry, at S2Sport.com. Uh, find us on the web, S2Sport.com, also S2SGrantandTerry.com or L4Media.com. Until the Toughest District Show next week, he's Grant. I'm Terry. We thank you for joining us here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on the L4 media company keep this living and you wind up dead cast your troubles on the road